Welcome back to the Sharing Hope Podcast, where we feature practical insights and spiritual principles to help you experience an abundant life at home and at work. It's Daniel Rundleman's goal to share hope and inspire action as you listen. You can also discover more insights online at www.thehope.network. Here's Daniel with a few ideas that will surely encourage and educate. Hello, friends. Recently, I took a trip to a theme park and the rides were crazy. It was upside down and inside out and all around. That was just getting there, by the way. When we finally got to the theme park, it was a little scary. I'm, I'm standing on the ground, I'm looking up, and I'm seeing people scream and throw their hands in the air at some of these rides, these roller coasters that go up and go into loops and go super fast, like 70 miles an hour. And I'm going to wait for 30 minutes, <laughs> for a minute and a half to scream and be scared. And I have to say, it was a little scary. And that was just in the kiddie section of the park for me, when I finally made it to this one ride, literally your feet like dangle and your arms are out and it's called an eagle and you go upside down two or three times. Not the ride for me. I did refuse it. I did get on some lightning rod and I definitely regret having dairy before I did that. Roller coasters are fun if you know what to expect, right? Like I rode this one roller coaster and then I rode it again and again and again. And it, to me, it just got better each and every turn. Life is kind of like that, up and down and around. So let me ask you, how do you judge if you've had a good day or a good week or a good month? Oftentimes we look at our feelings. We look at our emotions. We consider them and say, yeah, I had a good day. I felt very happy. Or no, I had a bad day. I felt very sad. Now, sometimes I wonder why I can't always be happy. Why can't there always be good things in my life? I bet you've wondered the same as well. Or at least you've probably felt the stuff of life. You know what I mean by the stuff of life. Emotions, feelings. And if you're like me, sometimes you let feelings get the best of you. I definitely let feelings get the best of me. Sometimes I'm up and excited. Other times I'm sad or depressed. I get feeling just icky and like, don't touch me, get away or angry or I'm full of fear. And, and again, that's like at the theme park, I'm looking at these rides and I feel my stomach and I can just feel the tension rising up as I just look at the, the swings. You know the swings, like at the, the county fair that go round and round? I, I rode those with my daughter, and it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I will never do it again, but I did it. I overcame my fear, another emotion that we all face. And like most people, our emotions are like roller coasters, up and down and right side and left side and upside down. And the struggle is real, whether you are a Christian or not, whether you are a believer or not, that the feelings are up and down and you can hurt yourself and you can hurt others. You can wreck situations. So you've probably questioned and wondered, how can you control it? How can you control it? How can you control them? How can you control yourself? 
I felt this way before. Kind of like an emoji. You know, on your cell phone, you look down and you see the different emojis with the one sticking the tongue out, the one with the big eyes and the big cheesy grin, and then the one that's kind of green, like it's about ready to puke or whatever that happens to be. You look at your keyboard and you can go through all of those emotions in one single day or one afternoon. Feelings and emotions are like a roller coaster. Uh, parents can yell at their kids. Kids can yell at their parents. Uh, sometimes you feel lazy and you know you shouldn't or angry over nothing or just mushy. Hormones, come on, people. We all know they're real. Or maybe a lack of sleep causes you to be emotional wreck. Uh, if you're like me as well, emotions and feelings can mislead you. Think about our senses for a minute, what you taste and what you touch and what you hear and what you smell. They can mislead us to have different feelings. I remember as a kid being in the bed and wondering if there was a monster outside because of the window and because of the rain and the storm, and it was nothing but a tree beating against the window seal in the storm, but I thought there was a monster. Freddy Krueger was out there ready to come in and get me. So our feelings can mislead us and our senses can mislead us. I heard an Elvis impersonator once. I thought it was the real king. Oh, baby. That's right. I thought it was the real king. It wasn't. What's the answer? Do we just live just confused? Do we allow emotions to control us? Do we just feel things and just go with it? The good news, folks, is that we're not alone in this struggle Everyone has felt this way. So if you've ever felt like a roller coaster of emotions, you can rest assured that you are not alone. Even holy people, even people in the Bible have felt this way before. You know, sometimes we look at people in the scriptures and we see them on stained glass, or we imagine a Jesus wrapped in bubble wrap. Like, you know, he, he couldn't feel anything. He couldn't have any emotions. Uh, we're not the first to struggle with roller coaster feelings. In fact, let me tell you a story. So one day, Jesus is with some of his friends, some people that he's been teaching. We might call them disciples. And he tells them, hey guys, let's go pray so that we don't fall into temptation. Things are about to get really bad. He knows that he's going to be turned over to military leaders, tortured, nailed to a tree, and his life is going to be murdered from him and taken from him. He knows this is going to happen, and he's going to pray to prepare for this hard time. Talk about a roller coaster, right? So he goes, and he withdraws from them, and he prays. And he prays this. He says, God, if you're willing, Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me, but not my will. Let your will be done. And an angel comes and strengthens him, and, and Jesus is actually praying. And, and here's what happens. His sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. And as he's praying, he gets up and he's he's just pouring out his heart and his life. Can you imagine the emotions of this moment? And he looks over, he's exhausted with sorrow, and he looks over and he sees his friends asleep. He says, hey guys, why are you sleeping? What are you doing? While he's talking to his friends that were asleep, a crowd comes up. And one of his friends named Judas comes over and he kisses Jesus on the cheek. Jesus is like, hey, are you betraying me with a kiss? Now, Jesus's friends, his disciples saw what was going on and they said, should we pull out our swords? And in fact, one of them did it. His name was Peter. He pulls out a sword and he strikes one of the servants. He actually cuts off his ear. Jesus says, no more of this. And he touches the man's ear and he heals him. 
And Jesus says, look, do you really need to come at me with swords in the middle of the night? Well, they do. They take Jesus. They seize him. They lead him away. And the disciples run away. What an amazing story. Jesus knows what's going to happen. He's concerned about it. He knows what's going to happen with his friends, his disciples, with the crucifixion, with the beating, with the nails that will go through his skin. And he goes and he prays. He doesn't believe that prayer will solve this immediately, but he does surrender. He's very emotional. He says, Father, if this could pass, let it pass. He is in control of his emotions, but he experiences them. He has sweat like blood. And for Jesus, the struggle is real. Isn't it good to know that even the Son of God, the Son of Man, could experience this plethora of emotions like a roller coaster? Jesus prays. He surrenders. He trusts. I love this story because it shows us that we're going to have this roller coaster of emotions, and it gives us an idea of how we can handle that. Now, there's another guy in the story when the arrest happens. Notice him. Now, I'm not talking about Judas, who betrayed Jesus, but there's another guy named Peter. When the crowd comes and they come to arrest Jesus, Jesus surrenders, but Peter fights. Psychologists have told us that we all have this innate desire to react to situations, and that desire will lead us to fight or flight. It will lead us to run, flight, to run away, fly away from that issue or that problem, or it will lead us to fight, to confront that issue, and to really dig our heels into what we want or what we don't want. Peter, as you may know, was very hot-headed. He was one of the disciples, one of the taught ones of Jesus. And he pulls out a knife and he attacks one of those that were there in the crowd. Does he have fight or flight? Of course, he's fighting, right? He's pulling out a sword and he's pulling out a knife. Was he in control of his emotions or were his emotions in control of him? Jesus surrenders to what's happening. Peter fights back. In fact, Jesus says, hey, if you're going to live by the sword, you're going to die by the sword because he knows that this cycle never ends. That those people who choose revenge or vengeance, those people who choose to fight back often will never have peace because that cycle ends. Either you control your emotions or your emotions control you. Now, we all know this. We all have made mistakes. We've all done things. We've all said things like, man, what was I thinking? I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I said that. I didn't mean to let that slip. And like Peter, we've all cut people. Now, you might not have done it with a switchblade, but you've done it with your words, with your actions. You've hurt others because of the roller coaster of emotions, the ups, the downs, the sudden swings, the turning upside down, the turning in the turmoil of your stomach and that feeling there, you've probably cut others. I bet you can relate here to that fight or flight situation, what we all face. Maybe been out of control a little bit. 
we all know that we have feelings and emotions. We all know that these things go on, but the roller coaster is there. So then the question is, how do we control it? What do we do? What tension needs our attention? And how can we resolve the tensions of life? How can you get off the ride of that roller coaster? The answer is found in a simple statement I hope that you can remember. Because all you can do is what Jesus did. Friend, you cannot control your emotions. You cannot do it naturally. Jesus didn't have some type of superpower here. What he did was he surrendered. He waved the white flag. He gave the turmoil, the strife, the stress, the anxiety, the fear. He gave it to God. Here's the point. Easy rhyme for you to remember. To control the emotions, surrender the notion. Now, you just say, Daniel, you just said you can't control the emotions. I said you can't do it naturally. You've got to do it supernaturally or spiritually. How? Surrender the notion. To control the emotions, surrender the notions. When you begin to feel that anxiety, that stress, that frustration, that anger, that fear, whatever it is, when you begin to feel that sadness, when you begin to feel that vengeance or revenge, that when you begin to feel that everyone is against you or begin to question everyone because of insecurity or feeling like you're not enough, surrender that emotion in that moment. You know what you may face or what you may struggle with. As you begin to feel that, understand that emotions are simply thoughts running through the body. And if you change your thoughts, you can change your life. How do you change your thoughts when you're emotional? Well, you cannot change your thoughts by choosing to think something different. As soon as I say this, think of the color purple. Don't think of the color purple. What are you thinking about? You're thinking about the color purple because I said not to do it. You cannot control your emotions by trying not to think something. I'm not going to think about chocolate. I'm not going to think about chocolate. It's not going to happen. And what am I thinking about? Oh my goodness, dark chocolate, which is my favorite. Instead, to control the emotions, surrender the notion. This is what Jesus did. You see, there is fight, there is flight, and there's also freeze. You don't have to fight with a knife or a, or a crossblade or a switchblade or have to hurt other people. You don't have to run from a problem or a situation either. You can freeze and surrender the notion in that moment. Peter was out of control. Jesus was in control. And they were in the same exact situation. Don't miss this. Lean in here. The story, Jesus and Peter were in the same exact situation. One person acts with their emotions and their feelings like a roller coaster, and one person has peace and surrender. Which would you be on a normal day? There are two ways to handle any situation. Jesus surrendered the notion. He surrendered the notion. He had it. He could have called angels to come down. He could have snapped his fingers and everything could have changed in a moment. When you face a situation, Peter tried to control the situation, and that control, that desire for control, led to other people being hurt. Jesus controlled the emotion by surrendering the notion. Jesus controlled the emotion by surrendering the notion. 
Now, often we act out of control. How do we do that? Why do we do that? That's called a reaction. You can plan your actions, but you cannot plan your reactions. They just come naturally, which is why we need supernatural help. That supernatural help comes in surrender. There are illusions that we all face, right? These emotions, senses that may mislead us. We know that we can't control it. We know that if we try to control our feelings, sometimes we're just going to hurt others. Just surrender. Just say this. I can't do this alone. I need some help. Just like Jesus prayed there in the garden. He said, God, you know, I I just can't face this, but not my will. Your will be done. It's not the crazy emojis on your phone, but it's a peaceful existence and life. This is important because we all deal with it. Let's go back to the story. Peter cuts a man. He hurts a man. Jesus is there. He surrendered the notion. Jesus could have done things. He could have ended the world in an instant. But he surrendered the notion. He was in peace. And Jesus goes to the man who's been hurt. And he heals him. He took the wrong and he made it right. He healed the man's ear. We can heal or we can hurt people. We can try to be in control of the situation or we can let go. We can be like Peter or we can be like Jesus in a situation. To control the emotion, surrender the notion. There's fight. I'm going to fight you over this. There's flight, I'm going to run from this, and then there's freeze, there's surrender. So my hope question for you this week is to ask yourself, how can I surrender the notion and control the emotions? How can I surrender the notions and control the emotions? Another question to consider is, who do you need to go to and offer healing? Just like Jesus did. He says, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. He goes to the man that Peter hurt and he heals them. There are probably people in your life that you hurt because you were out of control, that you were like Peter, that if it was fight or flight or freeze, you were going to fight and you didn't care if there was blood. Well, now is an opportunity to surrender that notion, to control that emotion supernaturally by giving it to God and going to people that maybe you've hurt and apologizing, offering love and forgiveness to them and for them. Remember this and do it. The next time you step out like a roller coaster, you begin to feel those emotions going on, those feelings of fear, anxiety, or stress. Maybe you begin to feel just frustration. Surrender that notion in that moment. Wave that white flag. Understand that thoughts and feelings can simply pass if you surrender them to the Holy Spirit. If you surrender them to God, they can simply pass. Don't try to control it by saying, I'm not going to think about it. Don't act on it and hurt other people. Surrender it just like Jesus did. The emotions, the feelings of life are that roller coaster, and you can control the emotions by surrendering the notion. Thanks again for listening. It's our desire to inspire action and give hope so that you lead a lifestyle that matters.
Thanks for listening to the Sharing Hope podcast with Daniel Rendleman. Make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram and at our website at thehope.network. On that site, you'll find articles and inspiration to help you lead a meaningful lifestyle at home or at work. That's www.thehope.network.